0: You must be disappointed. Your reaction to the deregistration of your party?
1: On the contrary, no. We're not uh, surprised at all. We expected this uh, decision. In fact, we anticipated that the electoral court will not hear our um, appeal because it has been quite hostile and very, very very biased. Um, We have then gone ahead to in fact uh, organize a special policy conference for the end of the month on the 30th of this month in durban blackfest fest, fest will have special policy conference to basically chart the way forward we are highly we are highly determined to make sure that the enemies of the black agenda who have been uh, relentless in trying to get us out of the political arena do not succeed so it is a victory, really. It's a temporary setback. Uh, We are a revolutionary movement. We expect these sort of things. And we understand very well that the whole constitutional dispensation and the legal framework of South Africa uh, offered in 1994 is anti-black. You're not allowed to uh, be black in this country. It's a white country. That's why black people are landless. Black people are poor. Black people are excluded. And we have not done well as black people to change the situation. And our movement is about changing the situation of mm-hmm. black people.
0: But what do you say to people like PJ MacRompella on our Facebook page who says, in my view, the BLF was never supposed to be a political party to start with. It should have been a pressure group that advocate for blacks like AfriForum. You see,
1: those people don't understand the, the architecture of South African politics and law. Afri Forum can do what it's doing because it is... Uh, supported by a legal framework, which is pro-white. Not only that, the whole uh, economic system is pro-white, too, and that's why AfriForum, by the way, is, is supported by uh, w- the white working class, which has always been privileged. But essentially, AfriForum can do what it's doing, just like freedom Front Plus because the law, the political arrangement is pro-white. People don't understand that you have to be a political revolutionary movement, such as ourselves, to not be a pressure group, but to be a revolutionary group and a movement to change the whole dispensation of South Africa. Black people are under the wrong impression that they are free. They are not. Uh, that is why, I mean, even your own rugby team does not reflect you. Mm-hmm. The economy does not reflect you. The Even parliament itself is totally, uh, if you like, disabled to push a black agenda because we are under this wrong impression somehow that oh we are just equal now we are free we are not free uh, that is why we are banned how uh, how do how do black people explain that a racist whites-only organization called Freedom Front Plus can get a blacks-only organization banned if we think this not about politics it's not about law and about revolution black people are really in my view unfortunately uh, have allowed themselves to be tamed and to be deceived by a democratic dispensation which is inherently anti-black, in fact.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, the basis for the deregistration here is that your party was only open to black people. So, how do you then intend to remedy this IEC constitutional deviance and perhaps re-registering again?
1: Well, we are very actually happy in some ways that... uh, our laws have come out so hard on us because it proves our position, and our, our position is that South African law and constitution is anti-black. And now here you see a white party, racist party, party of apartheid, saying, well, we don't like black first, land first, and therefore it must be banned, and our laws actually do so. So that is the first thing. It's educational what is happening. We anticipated this. But we want to open the eyes of our people to understand that we are not free in this country. And our people really um, need to, to wake up. That's the first thing. So it is not a, a big setback on our part. It's part of conscientizing our people about our positionality. We are looking at three options. We have a Black First Land First. We have a policy uh, document. Our members and supporters are discussing it. We will look at a number of uh, uh, moves our a- way forward. But we mm-hmm. are... There's a big, big uh, desire to maintain black Festland and faith in the political yes. arena. But we now, don't want these races to yes. be, to get out, us
0: out so easily. But now, Andila, the BLF participated in the 2019 elections, and you only managed about 20,000 votes, and you failed to secure a seat in parliament. Is there perhaps still a future for your movement?
1: There's a big future. 20,000 people whose votes were not stolen. We are very clear, we have a big report to ourselves, where we analyzed what happened in the elections. We, we, we know our, our, our votes were stolen, that's the first thing. But to have a, a movement which go into election with less than 100,000 rand to participate in the election and we manage still to get at least 20,000 of our votes not stolen, that's mm-hmm. a big uh, a move. We have 20,000 for sure, black people who say what our movement represents is correct and, and we believe it's actually more people. Ask any other of those parties how much they spend. Not a single of the top three parties spent less than three hundred million rand in the last elections. So if you take rent by rent, you'll be surprised how well we have done. Yes,
0: Andile, I thank you so much for your time. That was the BLF President Andile Katama.